Welcome to Local Matter Sports. This is your host, Sam Brooks. Got a pretty special guest in the studio today, Rachel Lynn, Jackson County High School volleyball junior, and also my niece. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Rachel. Thank you. Rachel, uh, you know, we're going to get into volleyball definitely. Um, I'd like to get folks to know just a little bit about you before we actually jump into the student athlete side of you and what you do on a daily basis. So let's tell everybody a little bit about your family. Um, well, my mom, her name's Rhonda Lynn. My dad is Ricky Lynn. Um, I have a sister, her name's Riley. She also plays volleyball. She's played for, I think, two years now. And this will be her first year starting with the travel volleyball, our local team. Um, my grandma, her name's Mary Jane Stoops. You know her. Very well. Why, yeah. Um, then her lovely husband, Randall Stoops, my grandpa. Love them. Stoopsville all the way. Stoopsville on Facebook every every day. Oh, why, yeah. You know, I, I coached Riley up a little bit before we got in here about not forgetting the grandparents there so you did a really good job and you know I, I always say this about randall you know if if you ever want to know how good randall was when he played basketball up at livingston just ask him of course he'll tell he, you he'll tell you <laughs> and anybody else would yeah no just kidding he was he very good apparently because every time i go up there you know he's on the wall too he's got mm-hmm. still got some records and uh they tell me he shot the free throws underhanded and I've never heard that, he but t- I, that's not a surprise. He tells me he can still make uh, uh, 12 out of 15 oh, right, sure right now. <laughs> yeah, probably probably could, actually. No, why, yeah. But good, good family. We just celebrated Christmas here mm-hmm. recently and had uh, all the family together. Lucky to be able to do that, no doubt. But uh, like you said, fine family and uh, Randall and Mary Jane, uh, you know, big, big supporters of yours. And, and let's just let's just start right there kind of do what you do and especially now when you're playing club ball and it's really becomes a year-round sport but because of that you have to have a lot of support not only from mary jane and randall your grandparents but also your your parents in general Mm -hmm. talk a little bit about what it takes as parents for them from your perspective to support you and what you love i think it's a blessing to have them and my grandparents parents and my grandparents because not only are you traveling everywhere and you need people that are willing to take you, to pay for you, to get you food when you need it, to sit there and watch you play all day, even when you're not playing, it's just a huge thing. Like, it really shows how much they love me. And even, like, Mary Jane and Randall, like, they're kind of older, you know, and, I mean, it, it would take a toll on somebody to travel as much as you would for travel ball, and they're still there every time, sitting there in the hotel room waiting to watch. Anytime I need a ride, they're willing to give it. They take us out to eat all the time. It just it really means a lot to have that kind of backing to fall back on. It's tough for them with Riley playing now. You know, Mary mm-hmm. Jane's always been real big about splitting time and, and making sure she's, you know, providing equal time or you know whatever it is to all of her grandchildren and and now with riley playing it kind of splits them up because she's still in middle school right now she's in eighth grade about to be in high school with you um but that you know that's a games on a different night most of the time and so it's got you know i'm sure it's got your parents and your grandparents running left and right to try and just be able to make a game and you know you can't make every game but they do a fantastic job of trying to get to everyone they can both your your mom and dad and your grandparents 
Oh, definitely. I think the huge part, they're really good at planning things. Because most of the time, luckily, our schedules, when I have a home game, Riley will have an away game. So that way, Nana and Pa can come to my game since it's closer, whereas they don't have to travel as much to go watch Riley, and then my mom and dad can watch Riley when they travel and vice versa. Yeah, no doubt. That, I've talked to her several times about that. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's kind of a blessing that's worked out. There are, there are a couple times when some of them are on the same night or uh, both in town or whatever, but you, you just got to work around it. And, and volleyball season goes so fast. You know, you got to just kind of hang on while you can because basically after the first nine weeks of school, uh, high school volleyball is, is done. Then you get a little break and, and you go into basically after right now, really. Um, right after Christmas, you go more into the club volleyball and you practice uh, a lot getting to that point. Really, it's year round now. You know, whatever high school sports student athletes they're wanting to play, it, it's become very specific to what their needs and wants are. If, it definitely, if you're someone that wants to take a look at possibly going to college, uh, I guess the negative aspect of it now versus maybe when I was growing up is I could play everything um, and not really have a whole lot of pressure not to, whereas nowadays I think you get a little bit more pressure to specialize on one sport versus the other because they are pretty much all year round now. Definitely. I, I've played a bunch of sports in middle school, I had, I think, maybe four that I did, and it wasn't bad because, I mean, they they didn't stack on top of each other as much. But as soon as I got into high school, I knew that I wanted to focus on one sport, and I chose volleyball, and that's what I've stuck with. And I'm glad I did because it gives me the time and the idea that I need to just be good at that one thing. I need to put all my time, all my effort into one thing, rather than splitting it out and being kind of mediocre at everything. I think that's kind of just the way it is. It, it, it's tough at a small school, and, you know, Jackson County continues to grow. Um, so it's a much bigger school than it used to be. Uh, and population, as I said, continues to grow. But um, it, it's tough on school sometimes because you need your better athletes to play as many sports as you can. So I think that's kind of what's changed in the past 20 years. Is, is uh, ha- but, but at the same time, it's allowed more student athletes the opportunity to play where maybe they weren't getting to play as much before because of those uh, really good uh, kids that could play multiple sports. So there's a good and a bad. You know, you can look at it either way. Definitely. I think that, especially in Jackson County, most of us, we play one or two sports, and that gives everybody their own role to fall into with each sport. Like all of our soccer girls, they stick with soccer. They play soccer. Some of them play softball, and, I mean, they have their roles in both sports. But, I mean, you don't want to take over playing three sports and trying to get playing time over other people, whereas they focus on the one. You have to, like, you have to, you know, keep yourself to your one and your role that way that you're good at your role. Yeah, and that, I think that exactly, that that's kind of what's changed um, versus the past, uh, good, bad, indifferent, whatever it might be. That's just kind of the way it is now, and and especially if you're someone who really wants to concentrate hard enough to possibly uh, get recruited or looked at by colleges out there, you know, the club side of it is probably, some of these high school coaches might get on to me for this, but the the club side is probably even more important than the high school uh, volleyball side and some other sports too, because just for the general fact that when you're playing high school volleyball, college coaches are playing college volleyball. So they can't get in the car and come down and see you uh, and watch you play and recruit you as much as they 
can when club ball starts because they're not actually playing at that time. Some schools play a, a dual schedule. They'll play some in the spring and they'll play some in the fall. Tennessee Tech's probably the best example of that. But it's a limited season uh, in, in the spring for them. Their big season, the, the important season, is in the fall, just like yours is. So that makes club ball so much more important for college coaches to be able to get out there at these huge tournaments that you guys go to. I think that's a good thing, too, because there's a lot of players there. Those tournaments are packed every time. And it was really neat to see last year being my first year playing. And, I mean, I do think that helps the college side because I feel like even in fall high school seasons, like you look at records as well. And, if I mean, there could be a good player on a team. And, like, the team might not work well together. But I feel like in travel – each player is their own person and each and like each recruit can just look at everybody and notice what people are good at what they're not good at what and what the college coaches are looking for i think opportunities for success what you're talking about is if if you have a team that has maybe a really good setter and just a you know just a great setter everybody knows it but then maybe you don't have as talented hitters then that's going to show up definitely on the team that doesn't mean that the setter's not as good as somebody else that means maybe she's just not surrounded with uh, the quality players that other teams may have good bad or indifferent there too Um, whereas when you pull together and do a club team it's mainly student athletes who want to be there Um, they pay a fee um, to be a part of it Um, travel is involved like you said food is involved there's a lot of expense that's involved so you know you're getting people that uh pretty much really have at least a curiosity to figure out if maybe someday they can or might want to play college volleyball. That's why you do it. Uh, very few people play club ball, especially volleyball, if they don't have aspirations of going to the next level. And so I guess what it gives you, Rachel, is it's kind of the best of the best mentality. You get to play with uh, some players that maybe you play against in a high school season you actually may get to play with now. And so it creates an opportunity uh, to show your skills off in a better setting uh, with a better surrounding cast. And that's got to be exciting for you. It is. I really like having the environment of people that want to be there, people that want to get better, people that are willing to work with you. And, I mean, it's really it's like a whole nother level, like the mood, the tone, the atmosphere, everything about travel ball, and even the tournaments is just – you're with other people that want to succeed and want you to succeed. Yeah, and the, and the travel in itself is fun. You know, you're a 16-year-old young lady, and mm-hmm. you go to some places that you've not been and spend some time with friends, and you, you get a little bit of downtime. Not, not a whole lot, but you get a little downtime to hang out, especially nights back at the hotel after you're so tired you won't do anything. You eat, eat, go down there, and maybe watch a little TV and go to bed. But uh, you get good quality time with some of those folks, and then even some good quality time with your family you know, that you wouldn't normally be getting. You might be laying at the house watching a TV show or not doing anything. So it provides uh, opportunities, no doubt, for both family uh, and friends um, for growth there. I completely agree. Every time we went up there last year, we had team bonding moments where we ate breakfast together. We would eat a lunch together. We would go and we would do, like, go-karts and Pigeon Forge, or we would do, like, the mountain coasters. And I think it just, like... It allows you to have the family within the sport that you do, like, on the court. It helps your bond on the court if you're friends outside and off the court. 
A good first segment there, Rachel. Very good on the first segment. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with Rachel Lynn from Jackson County High School Volleyball. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matter Sports. This is your host, Sam Brooks. Rachel Lynn, Jackson County High School Volleyball, starting libero in the house today. Talking about being a student athlete, what is involved in that, both in high school, athletics, and club ball. As we were leaving for the break, Rachel, we mentioned uh, you know some of the requirements that it takes to be a player in club ball and also high school. And you know one of the things you... you you have to have a club. <laughs> First thing, there, there's so many uh, high school programs out there that maybe don't have a, a club close enough uh, for them to even play, and, and they have to travel. You know, you don't have to go very far. Uh, your travel coach is actually your high school coach, uh, Lucas Martin. Uh, Lucas actually worked with me in Putnam County for a couple of years before he decided to move down to Jackson County and take the, the program over there and become a counselor at the high school and very knowledgeable um, in the sport of volleyball and has been around it a long, long time and had already had the club uh, uh, going. Uh, and so that last year was your first year, and you talked a little bit already about your experience getting involved. I guess as you jumped in the club and, you know, you had you had played volleyball for a while, but you jumped in the club in your, uh, what, 10th grade year? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so how, what did you learn? What did you realize when you went to your first practice and you started seeing how everything was organized and who was going to be on the team? I learned that everybody had their spot. Everybody was very knowledgeable of the sport. Everybody was good at the sport. I mean, you had to fall into your place and you had to keep up with the level of others. I learned that things were going to be, they were going to go quick, they were going to go fast, they were going to go hard, but it was all to benefit you. And I think after every practice and every tournament, I kept learning. There was never a practice that I didn't learn. It didn't matter what we did. I I always was able to, you know, grow my strengths, especially my passing. I got really, I really succeeded and benefited from all the practices with my defense. My defense got really good because that's all I worked on. I fell into the position of a libero during travel ball especially. And at first I was a little mad about it because I didn't get to, you know, be in the front row and hit. hit. Yeah, I was a little mad. And then I was like, this ain't that bad. You know, because I've always, when I played basketball at middle school, I was always a better defender than I was at offense. And I think that has also been true for my volleyball career. I think that I do better defending. I'm better to read. I mean, I'm quicker to go back and forth. And my favorite part of it is always having somebody's back. If somebody makes a bad pass, I run and get it, no big deal. 
I mean, it's my favorite thing to, like, it's not like they rely on me, but they kind of do. They're able to lean back on me if they mess up, if they miss a pass, because I was always there. I was able to anticipate everything and stand there and be like, if they don't got it, I have it. I believe they'll get it, but if they don't, I'm there for them. I know there's several folks out there, and volleyball is such a cool sport to watch, very competitive sport. There's some folks out there that may not even know what a libero is. So can you tell us a little bit about your position and and what the characteristics of it are? Basically, my position is I'm always the one in the different colored jersey. I always look like I forgot my jersey at home. (laughs) The amount of times I've been asked, where's it at? I don't have to wear it, man. I promise. I know what I'm wearing. But I'm not allowed to go in the front row. I strictly stay in the back row. Lots of times I am subbed in for people that lack in the defensive area, as more, and they also want to save them and for their strength and their endurance in the front row. Um, my job is basically defense, defense, defense. I am in charge of going left and right, reading your hitters, reading your blockers. I'm in charge of making sure that a ball gets shanked. I'm a running for it. There's mm-hmm. no... I got a black eye this season doing it. You got to get it. I, I wanted to get it. I mean, I got it. <laughs> oh, good. Thank you. <laughs> but, you know, I think the biggest part of Libero is you're quick, you're witty, and I think that you also aren't quick to get mad. Yeah. I think a huge part, because you're not going to get them all. That mm. was something I had to learn, is I was not going to get them all. Because right. there's good hitters out there, and yes. they're going to hit good, and they're going to score on you, and you've just got to get over it. I mean, they're just as good as you are. You can't take them all. And I think that was a big thing. So having the mindset that I'm not terrible because I missed one pass, it, it's not the end of the world, is, was the biggest thing for me. And it's, and it's good to have some perfectionist uh, traits. Mm-hmm. But you gotta you got to also learn to let it go and, and realize that, you know, there's other folks just as good as you are up there, and that, that's the game. You know, that's, that's why you get to a winner or a loser is that competition. Um, we're talking to Rachel Lynn from Jackson County High School Volleyball, Libero. And as you were talking, you know, I used my handy Google here and looked <laughs> up Libero, and it says exactly what you said. It's a, it's a defensive specialist or back row specialist. They only play in the back row. They can't play in the front row. But you, you can serve. Um, and it says here they are, without a doubt, the best passer on the team. So what passer means is you, you're the one that takes the slams. You're the one that takes the ball over right and whether it's a a ball that they just had to float over or one that came from a spike you got to get in the position and you're right there in the middle of the floor most of the time and you got to get in that position to to defend that and the tough thing about it for me would be uh, dealing with you know the the spikes that are coming off blocks and hands and arms and heads and everything that are in the way and and the ball may be tipped by one of those and you know, you're making a move to defend the ball, and then it gets tipped, and you got to you got to change your direction real quickly and try and get to a point to where you can can get to a pass, and all while trying to get that ball to someone else on your team. You don't have to hit it back across; you just have to get it playable. And I will tell you, Rachel, the best the best one that I've seen in the time that you know Hallie played a little bit, and I think it was at the state tournament when Cookville went one of those years. Uh, Brentwood, who had won the state, I think four or five times in a row, had a libero that exactly what you said she was all over the place i mean you you saw some spikes that you were for sure were going to go down and she was there and balls going into bleachers and she's going to get them and had a unique way of just and it was so cool because she knew where the middle of the floor was no matter where she was at she knew where the middle of the floor was and was able to get it back there was amazing 
I, I'd never seen a libero in any time I watched volleyball. It was that successful and good at her at her job. She ended up getting a, a big Division One scholarship soon after that. I, I figured out why <laughs> she she was really good. It, it is a unique position. I can understand when you were had been moved to that. Mm-hmm. You don't get to spike anymore. You're like, man, this is, but then you get there, and you get to play it a little bit, and and you you know I'd say the setter probably is the quarterback of the yeah. team, if you will, but the libero's got to be right in there too. It's it's kind of the defensive quarterback because if it don't if you don't do your job, you're not going to do very well <laughs> in a game at all because you got to make in order to get a a, a good uh, what is it bump set spike, mm-hmm. you have to have that first pass. And that that's the key. If it's a bad pass, chances are it's not going to end up in, in a, a, a you know a really good opportunity for a point. So you make all that happen, right? I think the biggest thing for me was staying on my feet because I knew that it started with the pass, and our chance of scoring started with getting the ball up. And my biggest thing I always told people: I had one eye looking at the ball and one eye on my setter. I was making sure my pass was going to go there. Because my biggest thing was making sure that my pass stayed in the general direction of our setter because all it took was my pass to her set to their hit. Uh, And, like, without one key component of that, it wouldn't work. Without defense, you wouldn't be able to score. Without scoring, I didn't have the chance to do my good defense. I mean, you relied on each other a lot, and that was my biggest thing. That's that's the thing about team sports. It's I I tell folks all the time, I've been in many situations, um, and – the thing in football, just like volleyball, you, in, in volleyball, you got to rely on five other people to do what they're supposed to do before you even have an opportunity. Football's the same way. Ten other people have to execute on the play at the same time you do to even have a chance at being successful. So that that's the unique thing about team sports versus more individual sports is you, you're relying on everybody else, which also is, is a pretty good uh, growth learning experience in life itself. So mm-hmm. we're going to take a quick break. We're with Rachel Lynn from Jackson County High School volleyball we'll be right back after this quick break welcome back to local matter sports this is your host sam brooks rachel lynn in the house today from jackson county high school 16 year old junior fixing to go into her senior year of volleyball with the blue devils so let's jump backwards a little bit we we talked about high school a little bit and club ball and, and all of that let's go back to the roots you know uh genetically <laughs> you had to get a little bit of this talent from somewhere. And I, I remember watching your dad back in the day. Volleyball, men's volleyball or co-ed volleyball used to be huge in, in this area. I'm not sure why it's not as big as it used to be anymore. But I remember going to the gym many times and watching these these guys that were a little bit older than me play. And your dad was one of them. And he was right there in the middle of a very good volleyball player. Um so how did is that why you got interested? Did you come across it on your own? Did you hear about your dad playing previously? How did it all happen? Well, I had always heard about him playing because he loved to brag about it to me. <laughs> and I think the biggest thing that really made me start was my seventh grade teacher. Her name was Casey Pierce, and she coached volleyball, and she needed people to play. And, of course, I was her straight-A student. I talked to her all the time, and she was like, hey, I need you. And I was like, why not? I ain't got nothing else to do. Might as well. And that's when it started, and that's, and that's when I started to do it during any free time I had. I would play volleyball, me and my friends. 
And that was a big way that I got interested into it. And then when I come home and told my dad that I was going to play volleyball, he's like, oh, really? That's what I was going to ask you about. Yeah, and then he got right into telling me all about it, found the CDs of him playing from back <laughs> in the day, had to watch him at Nana's. It's great. That's pretty good if they were CDs. That means he must have taken them <laughs> off of VHS and put them on CD. Mm-hmm. Sure did. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he played a lot of, of volleyball. Uh, there's no doubt and, and that. You know, they used to have tournaments every weekend at different places. I'm not sure why it doesn't happen anymore. It, it kind of puzzles me because it was so competitive and so many people involved in it. And, and now it's – and maybe it is, and I just don't know it. I, I, I don't hear about those tournaments anymore. Man, they were good. I, I enjoyed watching them play. I was more into basketball and football and didn't – probably wasn't good enough to play volleyball uh, like they did. But, uh, man, I enjoyed watching them. It was so cool. So back to your parents a little bit. The support that it takes. We did talk about your grandparents a little bit and kind of what they do for you, but you got to have that support at home. So, what what does support you know from them mean to you guys as a family at home? And now you got two volleyball players. It means a lot, especially from somebody that played and was as good as he claims. <laughs> it, it means a lot to have somebody that supports you because I think the biggest thing is if you don't have support, you're not going to believe in yourself. There's only so far that you can take yourself. Because once you start messing up or something, you're like, oh, I'm bad at this. I might as well just quit. And you always have somebody to look back at. Now, of course, dad and mom are two completely different people. Mom's like, oh, honey, you did great. And dad's like, well, let's talk about it. And I'm like, okay. So that's why I like the even balance of her. She's always like, oh, you're so good. I love you. And he's like, <laughs> you could have done this. I would have done this. And I, it, I mean, it's just really good to have the support. And at the end of the day, they both really are glad that I, me and Riley play and we get to watch and they get to watch us play, and I mean, it's just great. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's if you got support like that, you're you're lucky. I've you can imagine coaching wise. I've seen so many parents that are what I call helicopter parents, and you know they they want to protect their children from every wrong thing and and every negative thing. And I just don't think that's possible. And and if you do, and then they get in the real world and they ran in, you know, to to, to not being successful for the first time and. And it's when they're in a job, you know, later on, and they don't know how to deal with it. I think, I think parents really harm their children by not allowing them to fail, because we learn so much from failure. I talk about this all the time on the show, and when coaches come on here, you learn so much more from failure than you do uh, a success or, uh, you know, doing things the right way or being told that you've done things the right way your whole life. I think sometimes it's a, nowadays it's an injustice, and you definitely don't have to worry about that. You got good balance. And I, you know, I know your dad. He might, he might tell you a little bit about what you're doing wrong. But he also pat you on the back enough too, and, and mm-hmm. tells you about all the good things that you do too, because he's very supportive um, in what you're doing. So great to have uh, folks like that, that in a support group. We both know there there's some kids that don't. There there's some kids in in the club ball that you know probably don't even have the means to be able to uh, pay you know, what needs to be the entry fee or whatever you want to call it, the club fee. And somehow along the way, clubs figure out a way to help those kids, luckily so. Um, But I can't imagine doing uh, that on my own without a support system. It seems like it would just make it twice as hard as it is having a good support system at home if you don't have it. And, you know, some families just can't help it. You know, single family, single parent families, maybe that mom or dad is working and trying to get, you know, bring home the money to, to, for the rent to feed, they just can't be there as much. So at no fault of their own, they're, they're doing what they need to do to support that person, uh, that player, if you will, that child, um, by working. So, uh, 
definitely not being negative about uh, any side of that, but uh, truly blessed to have parents uh, like most of the folks that you play with do. They're able to be there and support, go on the trips, be a part of the, the fun and the adventure as you go along. Definitely. I thank God for the blessing and the opportunity to play and the, my parents and not having to worry about how I'm going to do it or what we need to do. it. I, it's just truly a blessing to have it all. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So let's talk about uh, middle school. You had a good experience there. Y'all, I remember watching y'all play. You, you had a good team, very good team. And then you move up into high school. You got a new coach now. Um, you spent one year, I think the former coach has, has decided to retire, and that gave way to uh, uh, Coach Martin uh, coming in, and, and this was his first year with you guys. So what have you seen as far as a difference for you guys as players and, and having a new coach? I think that – the coaching styles are different. I think that Lucas definitely has his own ways of doing things. Of course, now he's been around it for years. He knows how to deal with every player. I think that we learned a lot. We did a lot more drills. I think we learned a lot of how to read, how to do defense. We learned a lot of things that we didn't. Of course, now my original coach, she was great. We loved her, but I think that the, she she was a good player. Mm-hmm. But I think that Lucas is better at coaching. Yeah, I think definitely that he's able to talk us through things, tell us why we need to do this, what happens if we don't do it, why we need to be in this position when this person's in this position. I think it's just I learned a lot with him because he talked me through it. Right. I think that, and of course I like to listen. There's some players that don't want to be told what they're doing wrong and some players that don't want to listen to him. But I think that, me just listen to what he has to say because he always would come to me and tell me something even if it wasn't me that was making the mistake he would tell me so I could fix the situation because as my position being the libero I was able to stand back and like look at everything see everything on the court and I was also team captain so it was I was able to you know tell everybody hey let's not do this let's do this this is why we're doing it and why we shouldn't be doing this yeah, he he really is. A, he really is a teacher first, mm-hmm. and I, I did notice, you know, the times that I was around him, he he talks to people as much on the bench that aren't playing uh, about what's going on because eventually they're going to be playing, and if you can learn those lessons and think about them while you're sitting there, to me that's what a true coach is. You coach, you know, if you have 15 players, you coach all 15 players, and uh, you know, help them each individually in whatever way you can. Uh, and I know he's a big believer in you learn from failure. So uh, I hate I hate to hear some are open to that, you know, and, and don't really take coaching very well. But that's just something you have to work out over time. You, you as a coach, you get all kinds of different personalities. You have to you have to bring them together and in, in, in somewhat of a team to you know move forward the best you can there. And sometimes that's a challenge. But looks like you guys are are moving in the right direction, no doubt. And uh, Tell us a little bit about your season this past year and, and how, how it was, and again, that first year with your new coach. We had a good season, I think. It was a little rocky at first because lots of us had played with each other, but we also had three new starting freshmen that come in, uh, so we had to get used to them. Lots of us were in different positions that we had to learn because the difference in coaching styles, again, Lucas wanted us in a position because he felt like it was better for us than the one that we were originally in. And, I mean, we worked well together after we, you know, fought out our differences. I think the big thing was just learning to 
understand that everybody wasn't the same. They all thought differently. They acted differently. I think that we definitely improved throughout the season. We had one tournament that we went to in Pigeon Forge, and that was really helpful for us because it allowed us all to get together, and we were stuck with each other for two days, had no escape. We were playing volleyball. And I think that that really, you know, we were able to work together, and it just we bonded. That was the big thing. And we had little parties that we had. We ate together. I think that the being a family off the court helped us a lot to, you know, get along on the court. I think our season overall, it was pretty good. Um, we lost some. We won some. But I definitely think that we're moving in the right direction. Now you play in a pretty tough district to begin with. Um so that that's got a lot to do with it, but uh, I think moving in the right direction and, and just making small wins along the way is what's going to, as far as coaching is concerned. And Lucas will tell you this: you got to build a good foundation. You can't have a strong house that's going to last for a while if it don't have a good foundation. And it's the same thing with the ball club. And the the thing that happens there, you're you're reloading or or you know reinventing the wheel, so to speak, every four years because he's got Rachel, he's got you for four years, and then he has to find the next Rachel. Mm-hmm. And so it's always about the foundation. And uh, it sounds like you guys got off to a pretty good start of really implementing that foundation at Jackson County High School. We know the athletes are there uh, for years. Basketball's been really good. And uh, the girls' side ha- has always been predominantly very good at Jackson County High School. And, you know, some of those folks that had grown up there and lived there and were back in the state championship teams are now having kids come up. And so – there's no doubt in my mind that if you build that foundation, the, the talent's going to be there as time goes on. So congratulations on your junior year, and thanks so much for coming over and spending a little bit of time with me. You've been on my list for a little while, and I wish you luck. Your club ball's fixing to get started, and uh, hopefully we can get to see your team play somewhere close. You, you don't play too close, but <laughs> maybe we can be in the same area code and come by and, and get to see you play. But Thanks a lot for joining us today. Folks, we've had Rachel Lynn. From Jackson County High School, Libero down there for the volleyball team. Thanks for joining us today, Rachel. Thank you. And thank you guys for joining us on Local Matter Sports. This is your host, Sam Brooks, and we'll see you next time.